What's going on, you guys? What's going on? Thank you for tuning in. This is Tokyo Ish Podcast, and this is with the guys from the core. Uh, appreciate you guys tuning in. Make sure you like, comment, and subscribe. We appreciate it. We're just here giving you the real. We love sports. We all came together and we're like, let's just do this. So, got my boys here with me. Over to my left here, I got HK Skins. What's going on, man? What's going on? <laughs> Not much, man. Nothing much. And then right next to him, I got Khalil with. Let, let me see your jersey, man. Who who you rocking? Hey man, I got I got my AD on. He's not playing today, but All right, you know, I'm still forget about that. Next, time. Uh, you know what? <laughs> no, no, no. I can re- I can respect AD since he carried the Lakers, but that's the backbone right there, man. And last, clearly, last shit, we didn't give up all them picks for him to not carry us. <laughs> and last but not least, we have DJ representing the Warriors as always. Good. Look at this nigga living in the past. You are just living in the past. <laughs> Look at the husband. <laughs> Say hello. Living everybody. in the past. <laughs> yeah. So without further ado, let's 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 jump right into it. So obviously, biggest biggest news that came out today today, y'all. Embiid and Simmons ruled out of the All Star game. Why? Went to the same barber who got coronavirus. Fresh cut. For, like, why do you need a fresh cut? We don't. That's what they calling them now. They calling them barbers. Oh, that's what they call them barbers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah they went to the same barber. <laughs> oh man, is it a deeper darker? Is it a, hey, is hey, it a deeper darker? You seen Joel and B? You seen his cut? <laughs> you think him and Ben Simmons going to the same barber? <laughs> Conspiracy. Hey, Dwell, you gotta we, get that taper, man. You gotta get that fresh taper. Mm-hmm. I think we got a deeper, darker here. You're trying, trying to get some taper right. <laughs> but with this new. Hey, they ain't playing, but I expected something like this to happen, so I'm not. I, I can't tell you I'm surprised. So, what do you guys. I would have been in B2. Look, I, I think I got it. I think I, I can't play. I'm going to be in the hotel room. Hey, Doc Rivers didn't want to run up his players' minutes. That's all it is. Yeah, all right. I see some shit. This nigga Doc Rivers was talking about. Um, he's like, yeah, I'm going to play Joel Embiid and Ben Simmons five seconds, but Giannis going to play the whole game or some shit. Like, he was joking around saying stupid shit like that. Let's see, you know, right before the game, Giannis like, I think I feel it in my chest, Doc. Yeah, so with these guys not being able to play, let, let me ask you guys, does that make a difference for tonight's All-Star game? No, LeBron still takes it. Yeah, those two players aren't, like, going to be the deciding factor of the game, I don't think. If I'm not mistaken, uh, there's one, like, uh, Embiid is on Team LeBron. and uh, I'm sorry, Embiid is on Team uh, KD. KD. KD and Simmons is on Team LeBron. So it kind of yeah. – in a weird way, it washes itself out. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I think Team LeBron is still going to win. Personally, I think Curry and LeBron together is, is the formula to never lose. So it really doesn't matter. I guess it's going to Curry bias. Because Curry bias. But I got um, – Curry on everything. They said Zion is going to start over and is going to take Embiid's starting position now. Okay. I can okay. see that. Okay. 
I can see that. Yeah, I mean, I think it's unfortunate for the fans. Um, I think that's really irresponsible by both players. They should have took this response, took this as a more important responsibility. And whether it was barbers or quote unquote barbers, I think they didn't take it serious enough. And, you know, um, the, I think the NBA should take away that, you know, the players get an extra pay for making an all-star game. They yeah, they get like a, a little bonus. Just because they right. were. Right, right. I think they should take that from them just for them being irresponsible. So, uh, but as far as it affecting the game, I think we we still gonna get the game we're gonna get regardless. Yeah, I think it's still gonna be a fun game and all that. Like, it ain't like, you know, what I mean, it's not like one of the main main stars are gonna be out. So, right. I think, and then, but it it, it kind of it kind of alludes to the whole like the energy, I guess, of this all star game, like. Everybody not really dead, like physically and mentally. Like, so I guess people are taking themselves out of that whole situation before it actually the game starts. That's yeah. how I feel. It kind of goes back to what the players are saying, like how they're all like, yo, like, why are we even doing this? Why is there an all star game? Right. And then now, right. Happens? And it's like, all right, Adam Silver, like, we fucking, like, we brought this to your attention that some shit like this is going to happen. Like, why, why are we still having? Yeah. I mean, it's one night. It's one night. They can go put a show on, and they get a little break. They get a little break also after this. So, yeah, I mean, it's it's whatever. They those two guys ain't changed. Ain't, ain't I think it just sucks if you're a Philly fan because you know that's like a reward, and they're having a great. You know, they're having a great season. So of course, if you're a Philly fan, you want to see your two stars and be rewarded for. Well, let's be honest. How many points was Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid going to get? Even combined, they was going to get, what, Not 25? Last year, though, Joel wouldn't even give him that much. I was going to give him right. 12. Six right. apiece. Because this is the all-star game isn't Joel Embiid type of game. You know what I'm saying? Last year, he was killing I can see. I can see Ben Simmons having, like, 15 assists because it's an up and, up and down type of thing, but. And even if don't they don't they kind of shorten the time you you on the on the um court during the All Star game? Hell yeah. So like they, he he might not get his normal playing playing time just because he is other stars, right? So they kind of like play like half the quarter, then they sub them out and they they bring on the other second wave. Yeah, they should, like Dot Rivers and Schultz, they would have played that as long as they wanted to play. <laughs> like, <laughs> So Joel B said he wanted to play the whole game. Doc Rivers is gonna make sure that <laughs> he'll make sure that shit happen. I don't know. I mean, if, if I'm the coach, I'm not doing. I'm not about to tie you out on a game that they don't even count. Right. So now the bigger question is: if it's not the All Star game, how does that affect Philly moving forward? Oh yeah, yeah. They're gonna have to sit out even after this shit. They're gonna have to sit out a little bit. Shit. Those are the two best players. That shit gonna affect them bad. And um, I think they're only what two games ahead of the Nets. Like they can't really afford to take off. Like have them to take off two weeks because in two weeks the Nets gonna catch that first seed. Yep. Well, I know they definitely one week because after well they got to sit down this week and then next week that that next week yeah they they basically gonna give the Nets time to take that number one seed. So they're a game and a half, or not even a full game. They're a half a game, half a game ahead yeah. of uh, Brooklyn to uh, come to start uh, right now to go into the next season. And I'm trying to pull up their schedule right now to see who they have coming out uh, 
out of the break to see what difference is that really going to make. Like it made like they got the Bulls, the Wizards, and the Spurs, and the Knicks and the Bucks. So if they're not if they're not back by the time they get to the Spurs, then it could really be a problem, you know, for for Seventy Sixers and going against San Antonio, New York, and Milwaukee without Joel and Ben, you're not winning all three of those games, or if if two. So I was just about to say you might win one out of the three. Right. So I think that's where it could affect them. And I think those guys should be held accountable. I think, you know, that's irresponsible. However, they both contracted COVID. That's just irresponsible. The NBA, I feel, you know, I seen Steph Curry talking about the itinerary that they had, and he said it was a really good itinerary as far as making sure the players don't come in contact with anyone else. So those guys are just being irresponsible, and that's on them. You know what I'm saying? And I think they should be held accountable for for doing that. Mm. I agree. All right, all right. I definitely agree with that, too. So on to another topic, boys. Um, there's been a lot of talk about the Warriors and how they're performing this season. But one person stands above the team. <laughs> one person stands above that team right now. And it's not Steph Curry, but it's Draymond Green and his, his personality this season. So my question to you guys is, is it time for Golden State to trade Draymond? Draymond needs to sit the fuck down, man. He's tripping. <laughs> tripping. Uh, I guess I'll start being a Warrior fan. Um, I'm not going to say it's time to trade him just yet. Uh, if he continues with this attitude maybe this season, because, like, we got to give the rest of this season. So let this trade deadline pass. If he continues this throughout the rest of the season and maybe, you know, lose another game solely on his attitude or – then, yeah, maybe it's time to see what, what the market is on him. According to Chris Haynes, there is a market on him, and there's multiple teams. Salvating was actually his words at the chance of getting <laughs> at the chance of getting Draymond. I find that hard to believe. I do think it's some teams that can use him Definitely to go from good to great, you know, Phoenix being one, Portland being another one. But I don't think the Warriors should give up on him yet because if he can – Reel it in per se, and we drop Clay into this lineup. I do think we're we're right, you know, where we need to be as far as getting back to title contending. But he he definitely got to cool it. He definitely got to cool it. And like you, I can't even say you on thin ice no more. You've broke through the ice. Already. Yeah, like, this nigga is fucking like you got to cool it. In my opinion, you definitely, you definitely got to get him the fuck out of here. Like he's been he been he overstayed his welcome. And now you being what you would call a distraction to the team. You 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 making the team unconducive. He a detriment right now. He kind of a detriment right now. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Shot, uh, half court. After you touched that shot, half court with seven seconds left on the clock. Man, I would put that nigga right on the block as soon as that game was over. See, well, well, DJ, you have you have brought up a um a key what I would call like event that happened which was him speaking out against Steve Curry. I'm saying to me that 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 lets me know where you stand with the team. Right. Right. He um he mentioned about how the offense is and you know if you watch the interview it wasn't like a positive thing. Like when he said it it wasn't like oh yeah we you know our offense runs through Steph Curry and it's just he didn't say it in a good way. The way he said it was like you know, we our offenses ran around Steph Curry, and you get what you get from that. That's that's actually what he said, and the way he said it was just like he's not happy with the offense, and the reason we're we're not as good as we are is because the organization 
runs around Steph Curry. That's how I took it is because the organization, you know, goes as Steph Curry goes and we kind of do whatever Steph Curry do. And it's just like, I don't think he's the player that should say that because he can't change that. Like, you can't change that offensively. If we run more plays for you, we're not going to win more games. So I just think the type of person he is that he's shown to be over the last five to six years, he should get on board to whatever we're doing. You know what I'm saying? Like, even if you don't agree with it, you should come out publicly and agree with it. You know what I'm saying? You should spin that to, to words of like, hey, you know, this offense is running through Steph Curry and we believe in it. And, you know, we may be struggling right now, but we're going to get it together. I feel he could have put it that way, but I think a lot of his actions is showing that he wants to get traded. Not want to get traded, but he wants to prove something to the Warriors that he has a trade value, which I don't think he does. But I think right now his actions are showing that. Um, we'll see. You know, he's well, come out and said some other things. He's separating himself from the identity of the Warriors. So, Right. No, no, no. You're absolutely correct. I think he's uh, trying to show that he's more than just a playmaker and Steph Curry's playmaker. You know, I think he's trying right. to show to other teams that, hey, I can I can do this for Trey Young. I can do this for Devin Booker. Or I can do this for Dame Lillard. But – or more or less other teams. But, you know, um, I don't think other – other teams see him as that valuable. I think other teams look at it like, man, the Warriors sure have put up with a lot. You know, I think he overvalues himself, which the type of person he is. I can see that happening. He definitely believes in himself. But, you know, time will show. Time will show. Right. I think with Draymond, though, he got to realize that the more he acts out and he shows out, it's hurt his trade value as well. And, like, they're saying, like, with James Harden, James Harden show up fat. He show up out of shape. He's talking out and shit like that. The more he does that is the less, like, you know, the less more you're going to get. I feel like with Draymond, like, you got to kind of try to reel it in a little bit. I know you're the passionate dude, you're fiery, and that's what make you great. But at the same time, this is a time and place for everything. And he, with Draymond, he always kind of going rogue. Like, when it's authority, he kind of clashes and shit like that. Like, sometimes I feel like he even says shit about Steve Kerr sometimes. I'm like, bro, like, that's the coach. You got to kind of chill with that. Um, I think – when he got ejected and he lost that game against the what was it Charlotte Hornets and Steve mm-hmm. Kerr was like, "Yo, Draymond like crossed the line," and that's when it kind of showed me. I was like, "All right, maybe Draymond is kind of overstaying his welcome," and they're kind of getting to that point where like, "All right, this act is getting old." Like, come on, Draymond, like, what the fuck? We've been dealing with this five plus years and shit now. Like, you know what I mean? Like, when is it going to be time to just kind of chill? Like, we don't always want to be like you don't always have to be in the headlines for this, all this crazy shit. Like, right. 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 You're a great player. Like, just get your fucking head right. Right. Now, yeah, I definitely think well, with the Charlotte thing, it was like if they weren't thinking about trading them, that definitely was like, you know what? All right. Yeah. We'll we'll see what y'all want for. I think the Charlotte thing was like, all right, Draymond. That's probably when the suits are like, yo, Draymond might be out of fucking control. Like, we got to do something about this. <laughs> yeah. All right. So let's go ahead and switch over to a different team, you guys. Let's talk about the Pelicans real quick. I uh, want to just bring this up. Lately, Brent, Brandon Ingram has been playing good, real good. And then we have Zion, of course. But with those two, you don't really see a common – you don't see chemistry there. So I want to ask you guys, who do you build the Pelicans around? Well, I, I mean, I, I'm building it around Zion. Yeah. 
This is easy. Yeah, I'm building around Zion too. Like, I, I would if it was me, I would take the Shaq approach. How they did Shaq, they they gave Shaq a strong guard. Mm-hmm. That's what that's what Zion need. Yeah, I'm uh I'm right there. I think they should look at packaging maybe the ball and Ingram and getting a top tier point guard. I don't know who's out there. Um, but I definitely think they should look into that. All Zion need is a point guard. And if you do keep Lonzo, maybe you package Brandon and Brandon Ingram in a pick to get a Bradley Bill. You know, all he need is like a wing score or some type of That's a good one. You you know, you definitely you definitely pick Zion in that situation just based off his efficiency. They both averaging basically 23, 24 points a game. Um but uh, Zion is shooting 61% right now, which, of, like, only three players in history has done so. It's crazy. Will Chamberlain, Shaq, and now Zion. And I think right now he's on pace to even do it better than those guys. So I, you, you definitely got to choose Zion in that situation. Um, but the thing about it, and this is no knock to Brandon Ingram, he's actually a really good player, and I think he can go take a team right now, like – if he was to go help a Trey Young, you know, if they can somehow do something like Brandon Ingram with Trey, that, that can work. You know, you got two, you know, two scorers who can get you 23, 24 points a game. But I just think uh, Ingram and Zion both need the ball, and that's never going to work. They both need the ball in order to get their points. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And yeah. even though Zion is a good playmaker, I don't, Brandon Ingram is the prototypical, you know, poor man's Kevin Durant. So that's not going to work with them both needing the ball. Yeah, I agree with that because I don't think they're a good basketball fit because, like you said, they both like they both really need the ball. And I still also another thing I wanted to bring up. I still don't think the Pelicans found the right coach for them. I don't think is it Stan or is it Steve? Which one is it? Uh, Stan. Stan. He's not not players right in the right capacity that they need to be used and. They're not reaching their full potential either because why are they right now? What they're like the tenth seed or something? Um, no, they like eleven. Yeah, they play. They play no defense, and they only run a like they only run the offense through Brandon Ingram, and only the offense is just pretty much ISO Brandon Ingram, and then Zion is kind of only Zion's getting all his points off of cleanups, and all right, I'm just taking the ball and I'm going. I want to see the offense run through. Zion a little bit more, or even with Lonzo, I want to see Lonzo be actual more of a prototypical point guard than just kind of be a spot up shooter. Lonzo's kind of like a shooting guard now, and he's not even, you know, what I mean, and that's kind of regressing him, and I don't think he's being utilized properly, also. So they're gonna to have to figure that out as well. Like I don't want to see Zion's you go to waste, and then it's another Anthony Davis situation. All right, I'm putting up all these amazing numbers, I'm fucking doing this and that, but mm. we fucking suck. We not getting what we gonna do? Right. I'll get out of here. Good point. That's where they headed right now. You know, if they don't do something about that, that's definitely where they headed. I think uh, you made a good point about um, them. You know, not having the right coach. I don't think Stan Van Gundy is the coach they need. Um, Too old I don't school, know, man. Right, Mark Jackson. He's old school, but he's also a good coach for a young team. You know what I'm Stan saying, Mark Van Jackson? Gundy always been a bad coach, though. Right. I don't understand how he got that opportunity so quick. Uh, David Griffin is a good GM. I don't see how he sought out uh, Stan Van Gundy. Yeah, I don't that know, quick. His brother, Jeff Van Gundy. Could be. Okay, uh, could. Yeah. I think Mark Jackson. I'll... Man, we've been saying Mark, years. Mark Jackson not getting a job, bro. He's a good, I, he, he's no, a good he's coach for a young team. He's not a good coach. 
He's a good coach for a young team. He's no. a good he is. I'm telling you, he's a good motivator. He can get those guys to believe, hey, we're may, we're not the greatest, but if we give the maximum effort, our talent and plus that effort can get us more wins than what we should have. Now, when they get in the playoffs and when it's time to, you know what I'm saying, all that good motivation, us against the world, go out the window, you just need your ballers and you need coaching, that's when Mark Jackson going to lose you the game. Mark but, Jackson is forced right. to go to church, dog. I don't know. <laughs> right, right. Uh, I don't know if y'all want to touch on this um, for a little bit, but Blake Griffin—they announced Blake Griffin's time with the Nets. Oh wow! Right now, yeah. Oh, okay, that's that's good breaking news. Um, I think that's gonna help. Like to be honest, like see, I see. I, okay, I thought you were saying. I think that's gonna help because now what you have, to be honest, what you have, you have your second unit solidified. So their their starters is already set. You know what I'm saying? Their, right. their starters is gonna give you what they're gonna give you. You think you have your absolutely. Nah, absolutely. I think they go small. I think they go small. Blake, they made Blake play center or something. The reason Blake Griffin is not productive anymore is because he's still they're still running him in starter minutes. The only way you're gonna ma- maximize what he can give you still is if you limit what you're doing on his knees. He he has bad knees. You know what I'm saying? So if you just you take that 30 or 32 minutes per game and you condense that into 18 to 20 minutes on a team that can actually use that production when KD's trying to rest, when Kyrie's trying to rest, James Harden can play all day. We all see that. You, can, you know what I'm saying? That nigga's a hoop. <laughs> he's, he's just a hooper. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So you really going to have James Harden and Blake Griffin running your second unit, pick and roll. That's going to work. And, and, you know what I'm saying? That's going to work. James Harden is going to make sure that works. And then I think they still going to have Landry Sh- right? Landry Shamit as a shooter in that second unit. And Jeff, you know, along with Jeff Green as well in there. That's going to work, man. I'm telling you. Unless the Lakers do make any type of move that DeMar DeRozan move we was talking about, the Nets are, are – like, who's going to beat the Nets? Let's just be real. Who, to me, this well, – to me, like the Lakers have to, they they would have to. Like, if they if not the Warriors, somebody got to make a big move in order to combat the, what the Nets is trying to do right now. Right, the Nets over there building the empire. Facts. Slowly. The Nets are building the 2016-17 Warriors all over again. And unless the Lakers, and, and I'm gonna be honest, you mentioned the Warriors. I'm I'm you know diehard Warrior fan. There's nothing we can do this year. That's getting us to that level. I don't care if we trade Wiseman for Bradley Bill, which I pray to God we don't even think about doing. But I don't care if we even do that. This year, we're not taking a step over the Lakers. Maybe now you add Clay with a big move, we're talking. But there's nothing we can do this year. So the only team that has a chance at, to me, stopping what the Nets are doing this year is the Lakers. And now that the Nets are making all these moves, only way the Lakers have a chance is if they go make a big move, get a Bradley Beal somehow, get a DeMar DeRozan somehow. Nah, yeah, they and it, it, we're going to shake some shit up. Yeah, and it, it has to be one of those names. Other than that, I mean, we can go ahead and give the Nets the, the ring right now, in my opinion. And he, I mean, even with the big moves being made, who's to sit there and say that the chemistry would be right, that Doesn't it would work? Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. And the reason I'm going to bring up a good example. The Warriors' first game with the KD era, the first game was against San Antonio Spurs, open tonight. We lost by 30. We, we lost by 30 points. And what everybody was saying was, oh, the chemistry, it, ain't, it might not work. Yeah, that's one game, though. 
And, and that's what judge anything on for one game. But my point in saying that is regular season doesn't matter with that type of talent. When you get yeah. to the playoffs, you need ballers. You need you need dudes who can go get you a bucket. And unless the other team that they're going against has three guys that can stop a guy from getting a bucket, it's not going to matter what you're doing. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're going to have to have three guys. Yeah, every team got one or two good defenders, but you always – you know what I'm saying? Like, there's only one Ben Simmons. There's only one Giannis you're going to be able to put on KD. There's right, only one right, Drew right. Holiday you're going to be able to put on. So, you know, the Milwaukee, they got Drew Holiday and Giannis. That leaves somebody's going to – Chris Middleton's going to be guarding James Harden. That's not going to be good for for the basketball game. For so, let, 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 me throw, let me throw this idea at you, DJ. Let, let's, let's think playoffs, strictly playoffs. What's more valuable? Ballers, as you said, all-stars or chemistry? I mean, in any other year, I would say chemistry, or in any regular year, I would say chemistry. But, like, when you speak into these super teams and when you got this much talent on one team, mm -hmm. it doesn't matter. You know what I'm saying? Like, talent is going to trump all. It's just not going to matter. You're going to have your years where you – Dirk Nowinski years where he beat the Heatles, where he beat Miami. Mm -hmm. I would say chemistry won that year. You know what I'm saying? The Spurs, or even when they beat the Heat, that wasn't more so. That was chemistry, but also that was still Tim Duncan, Tony Parker, and Manu plus Paul. Oh, what about what about when the Raptors won? That wasn't chemistry. Come on, no. really? come on, nigga. Stop. If we being real, no, that wasn't chemistry. They got no. lucky. Injuries, injuries oh, are real. No. Wow. I'm not even gonna say. And Clay don't go down. <laughs> and Clay don't go down. chemistry. No, I don't think chemistry. The Raptors lucked up. I, I think chemistry was what made them great, but I won't say chemistry won the Raptors. The chemistry is what got them there. It was that. It was that. It was that chemistry of that team that got them. They were so intricate together. Once they bust up the team, you seen the results. That's what to let you know it was the chemistry. Y'all messed with the formula, and then y'all got different results. I'll say this, and I'm gonna sound biased because obviously I'm a Warrior fan. Chemistry is what got them there. Chemistry is definitely what won them the ring. Yeah. But. I'll say this, even with that, see, that's why that's and, and this I'm glad you said that actually. I'm 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 actually glad you said that because this proves my point. Chemistry can only take you so far. Chemistry got him there and chemistry won him the ring, but if not for injuries, talent would have trumped that chemistry, is what I'm saying. So when you have that type of talent, it's gonna trump that chemistry regardless of anything. If KD doesn't get hurt. If Kelly doesn't get hurt, you can have as much chemistry as you want to. We would have beat him 4-1. But being to the fact they did have that chemistry in place, you see that the Warriors, as good as they were, you miss one piece, two pieces, Clay, KD, that, that chemistry can win you a ring. Because the Warriors, without both of those guys, was still a good team and probably would have still beat a lot of teams in the series. But you take that out, that chemistry is good enough to win you that ring. So, like I said... It works in both ways. Well, I think you're giving KD too much credit. Yeah, I am. I'm just I'm doing it for the people. I'm doing it for the people. If you're a Warriors fan, you supposed to, it's it's about it's about Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, and uh, oh boy, that's about to hit the exit. 
with just with just Clay, I don't want to run. I don't want to run back down memory lane. We can keep it on topic, but with just Clay and 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 without Clay, I mean, with just KD going out, we still win. What I'm saying is, which what you're stating is that KD was a pivotal part to that team. He was. He was in a sense of it making it easy, but even without him, we still win. Then it was the ultimate bailout. Right, he's that's that's all. all but but that's what I'm saying. BD. But see, but see, Brooklyn had that though. Brooklyn had that this year. You know what I'm saying? And who's you're not beating those three that much talent together, unless they have an injury, one guy go down or something. Or then you have a team that has chemistry. Right, right. Then you have a team that has chemistry like Milwaukee that can possibly beat them. I think Kyrie, Kyrie's going to take another vacation. He's like, nah, man, fuck this basketball too much. Yeah, I don't feel like playing basketball. <laughs> I don't want to play no ball. That's I crazy. Like that that's the biggest right now. I was like, yo. But that's why, they, that's why you go get James Harden just yo. in case this nigga fall off his rocker. And James Harden and KD, them two together is enough. Yeah, no, that's crazy. Harden and KD, that, that's overkill, in yeah. my opinion. I was going to say, that's no, it enough. Is. They didn't even need, they didn't need that third piece. They didn't. They didn't, and they got it. So yeah, but yeah, no. That them getting Blake Griffin, I definitely think it's it's even more over than what it already was, man. Right. Like you said, they just solidified that second wave that's gonna come out after the start five. Exactly. And not only when the starting five come out, uh, injuries based on the reg, you know, the regular season right now, they're just solidifying. KD might miss a lot of more games than what they expected. That's all they're doing. I gotta see. I want to see who get brought out because this is around the time that uh, players start getting brought out of their contracts, and you know what I mean. A lot of people are going to be on the waivers. So I want to see what's what's going to go on. What's going to go on with that? You think any any crazy trades going to happen in the next week? I don't really know crazy like that. I don't want to say crazy like or sign like free agent signings. Um, I don't think crazy. I think we could see Andre Drummond going to the Knicks soon. Um. I, I don't want to. The Knicks don't need that nigga, but all right. But you know the Knicks. You know they want to have a big name. I seen they're saying that the Lakers, are, um, Hassan Whiteside is supposed to get brought out, and the Lakers are trying to pick him up. Mm-hmm. Okay. And also, uh, Victor Oladipo, look for him to be moved. They also was talking about him in New York. Yeah, Victor Oladipo. Nah, nah, I can see Oladipo in New York. I, mm-hmm. I can take that. Yeah, you know, and uh, and also we 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 was talking yesterday off air, but uh. San Antonio, San Antonio, three, uh, three veterans with uh, Rudy Gay, Lamarcus Aldridge, and Demar Derozan. I definitely, I think it's it's pivotal. I don't want them to because I don't want LeBron to ever win a ring again. And the audience, the fans are gonna learn that about me as we go. But I definitely think if the Lakers are looking to win a ring this year, they have to go get Demar Derozan. Like that's it's either that or you're gonna lose and you're wasting a year of LeBron. So I'm looking. Uh... They saying PJ Tucker on the market, uh, mm-hmm. George Hill, shit. Lakers need another guard. I would like to get George Hill. That nigga, George Hill, bucket. JJ. Ray. I think the Warriors. The Warriors should go after George Hill. We need a backup point guard like yesterday. Um, I think <laughs> they have assets to give up to go get a George Hill as well. Yeah, Brad Wanamaker. Easy back. But we, we, he want to play backup to Steph Curry. He's a backup he's where a backup he is now. Guard, though. That's what right. saying that he's a backup now, but he's not a backup to Steph Curry. That's that. I understand what I'm saying. Like I, that whole idea of knowing that you, 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 like you, you, you a backup now, but you, you get 
a considerable amount of time. Being a backup to Steph, you most likely will like you. You are the backup for life until well, you're not. If he's smart, though, but but see, that's the thing, and that's the thing where that's where he plays the perfect role for us right now. If we were to look for him, because he's the type of guard that can actually play alongside Steph Curry, and that's what we're looking for. You know what I'm saying? Brad Wanamaker is not cutting the job right now. We're looking for a veteran guard that could play with Steph Curry, get other guys, you know, get Curry going when he off the ball, and also spot up and hit the three, which George Hill can do. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. You got to want to accept that role, knowing that he's you a veteran. You you playing backup to one of the greatest point guards in the game right now. Right, right, right. I think he's a veteran and could understand it. If he was a little younger and maybe still looking to prove that he's a starter in this league, then maybe you could have that conversation. But I think him playing with LeBron in the finals, losing 4-0, and he's just been around. He's been traded hella times at this point. I think he's at the point where it's like, you know, I could play that role. But we'll see. I mean, even for the Lakers, I think the Clippers could use a George Hill. To be honest, the Clippers still need a point guard. Oh, the Clippers. You know, uh, nah, they need that shit bad. Yeah. You know, they could look for a George Hill. I think they need something better than George Hill. But George <laughs> right. Hill. They do. They do. Kyle Lowry. Nah, fuck that. If they can make it happen. Nah, nah fuck that. They good. <laughs> good George Hill. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Deal with Patrick Beverly. Patrick Beverly, another fucking dream of mine, in my opinion. He said they need to be the they need to be the San Diego Clippers. Fuck out of Staples Center. <laughs> talk your ish. Talk your ish. Yo, why, yo, I got that question too. Why they be doing that to cities? They be stripping cities of their team. Like literally gave LA the Rams. <laughs> literally hey. gave LA the Chargers. They, San Diego nine. I'm in the Bay Area. They took, they took, they took the Raiders from. Uh, I'm not a Raider fan, but they took the Raiders from out here and shipped them right on to Vegas. Yeah, but yeah, that actually yeah. fought. Yeah. They took because they was been trying to do that, but Oakland fought. They did. They be shy fought. Yeah, but I, I don't, I don't really understand that. Like how one city I have like three different teams, and it's a big ass state. All these other cities could have had their own, you know, sports team. Market. Oh, they had this sports team and they just took it. It's just market. LA is where the money is. But Steve Ballmer is moving. Um, they already building their own stadium. They're like getting out of the Staples Center. But he got that kind of money where he can do that. So right. Not everybody got Steve Ballmer. Yeah, well, he's the richest, he's the richest owner, right? By far. Uh I don't know. It, it gotta be between him. It's it's between a lot of people because I know the Warriors owners is up there. Cause he uh this nigga was part time like because I don't I don't be too familiar on the actual owners of, of certain sports teams. Think he I don't know if he still is, but he was before he like brought the team because he was the CEO of Microsoft for a minute. Like he was yeah. the heir to sometimes sometimes they just be the face because it'd be multiple people that own the team and they right. just have one person represent them. Right, that's what usually what it is a lot of times. But yeah. Mm-hmm.